Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Chris Henry joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? That is Sucker MCs, a.k.a. Crush Group number one. Debut single, I believe, of Run DMC from back in, I don't know, 1983, I think. Joseph Run Simmons, born on this day in 1964. All right, so uh, Grizzlies had two games over the weekend. We will take them in chronological order. You were there Friday night, which was a lot of fun. Your thoughts? Yeah, no, I mean... yeah, the you know the home games have generally been good, and that was one of the better ones. I, I'd say maybe the Brooklyn, the win against Brooklyn was the best all around game, but that that definitely cracks the the good game list. Um, you know, Minnesota coming in the the, the rematch of from from the playoffs, um, and you know, a close game, exciting game, um, a lot of energy in the building, a lot of swagger from John Morant in particular, and so that was a good game. Uh, what did you? We talked a, a bit about the um, about the problems vexing the Timberwolves, and one of them being that there's no clear pecking order. Um, and I forgot who it was you were quoting who said the key is to have a you know a, a, a clear a clear pecking order. Flip Saunders, yeah, former Saunders. Wolves coach. So in this one, it felt like they went Anthony Edwards. It's like okay, we're going to let you be the man tonight. But it didn't feel like they settled on anything particular. It was just like tonight. Didn't, I, I don't know what did you, what did watching them now with front, up front for a whole game with your own eyeballs. What did you think of the Timberwolves? Yeah, I mean, I think Edwards had a good game, but I, I but I didn't think it was a reflection of of you know of of plan. You know, the, you know the idea of leadership or pecking order is not an individual game thing. It's sort of a night after night thing, and that just seemed like a game where like he made some shots and he had a good night. It wasn't, didn't seem indicative of sort of how their team was orchestrated. And I, I think you know, they went on and won over the weekend, but they won against a Cleveland team, missing two of its four best players. They lost a big lead late and held on. So it was good that they got a win. But I think the idea of, like, how are they organized is still an ongoing question for them. They've got a real, a real problem with the Gobert-Towns thing where – 
Like, like the, the, there's just a trade-off there when they have when they play the Gobert-oriented lineups. Their offense has been bad. When they play the Towns-oriented lineups, their defense has been bad. They haven't been that good with them together. They just got a lot of stuff they're figuring out. Is it like there? There were certainly people who were like, when when this trade happened, oh my goodness, they're going to take a big leap. And then there were other people who who when it happened were like, I don't see how this is going to work. And there were a lot of people just sort of wondering. You got to felt a little bit about each one. Like, they could take a big leap, but let's see how this works. Is it, now that we've seen it, is it something that can be figured out, or is it unworkable? It it just stylistically does not fit. Well, I think there's enough talent there. It's not like they're like you know two and ten like the Lakers or whatever. Right. I don't know what there are. Hey, six, Lakers got to win. Something. Lakers got to win. Lakers got to win. They're three wins now. Don't be short in the Lakers. Yes, go ahead. Uh huh. So yeah, there's enough talent there that, that I mean, I think that team certainly can, probably should at least be a play-in team. But I, I think in terms of putting it all together and being substantially better than they were last season. You know, advancing in the playoffs, got a chance to come out of the West. I mean, when you make that trade, that's what you're trying to accomplish. And so the, the chances of them being that good, I, to me, look just very questionable. And, you know, I, I think there's, again, enough talent there that, you know, they could be have a winning record on the season, get in the postseason. But the, the Towns go bare fit, I just think it's never gonna it's never gonna maximize both of them. It's, you're sort of taking two all star level players and like minimizing them a little bit. And then the lack of a coherent leader on the ball. Um, and it's not just that they, they haven't made Edwards that. Maybe that Edwards, just given his position, he's not a point guard like John Morant. Given the positional stuff and given the, the maturity issues, I think he's less mature than Morant You know, on a basketball floor. I think maybe it's hard for him to, to take those reins even if you offer them to him. And I, I just think you know, I just think there's a, there's just too many problems with the fit there for them to be anywhere close to what they were hoping to be. They can be better than they've been, but but I don't think it's going to top out to where they wanted it to be. Nice to see Kyle Anderson make his return. Yeah, he had a good game. He had some good moments, some fun moments, um, positive and negative from his <laughs> standpoint. You know, he hit a hit a three and sort of let the Grizzlies bench know about it. Picked off a, a, st- a jaw late in the game, but then the jaw raced back and got him back. Um, kind things said about Kyle after the game. Um, there's clearly a lot of mutual affection there. I enjoy, you know, I just enjoy watching him play. I always have the quirkiness of his game. I think is is fun to watch, and so it was nice to see him on the floor again in well, person. What was your favorite John Morant moment? My favorite John Morant moment from that game. Point, it seems like, yeah, I like the behind the pass. Ten, ten years ago at this point, right? How about the behind the pack pass to to on the break to Brandon Clark? Yeah, yeah, that that that, that was that, that definitely is one I noted, you know, for a potential moments moment situation. Just the, the the feel the feel for tracking that down and, and and you know with the one hand sort of touch pass and transition. Yeah. yeah, incredible. Anyway, that's the one where he winked, but you didn't see the wink because you were in person and we were on we were watching on TV uh, during this game. Doris Burke said that the. I love Doris Burke. She's great. Uh, she came back and they had a they showed a video of the Ducks and she just as a throwaway said the Peabody Ducks are overrated, but John Moran is not. And I I object to that. I, I first of all I don't think they're really rated. I don't think we're out there blowing up the Ducks all the time like they're the greatest thing ever. And then I actually think watching people watch the Ducks is an underrated pleasure. I think they're actually either properly or underrated. Where are you on the Ducks overrated, underrated? I think they they were once 
maybe they maybe they were once overrated, but now they're underrated because they're no longer. Yeah, I, I think it's become less synonymous with the city than it used exactly. to be. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and so I think it's become less a like a thing everyone tells you you got to do in Memphis, right? And it's more increasingly become a thing people forget to tell you to do when you come I, to that's Memphis. That's exactly right. That's a hundred percent true. Yes. Yeah. And so, so we took we took our um, our niece and nephew over there. Maybe it was just our nephew. I don't remember. We had kids with us. This is three or four years ago to do it. And I hadn't done it in a long time, and I thought it was kind of great. Yeah, it's amusing. It's amusing. It's a it's a it's a it's a light little bit of fun piffle duck swimming in a fountain. What's not great about that? So, uh, but right. uh, yes, if you did hold them up as if they were some grand thing, then they're probably overrated. But I don't I don't think we do. I think you you did like, it. Like, yeah. like, like people don't treat that as like you know you got to go see the Liberty Bell, of the Alamo, right. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like if, you got to go see the anything, Civil Rights Museum or something like that. We're not like that about the, the ducks. They're just freaking ducks. Now, I think we were at one point. I think it used to be more of a, oh, you're in Memphis. Did you see the ducks? I don't think people say that. <laughs> uh, okay. I think we agree with that. All right. So the good news was that Jaron Jackson Jr. was upgraded to probable. The bad news, of course, was that Dez and Jod did not play. They were downgraded to, I mean, to, to doubtful. They were downgraded to doubtful. Uh, right. And we see this progression with these players he, I imagine Jaron Jackson Jr., you had circled Friday against Oklahoma City, but we may well see him tomorrow against uh, New Orleans. And I guess he warmed up yesterday. Your thoughts on Jaron? When are we going to see him? Yeah, I feel like at this point, it, it, I'd be surprised if it wasn't at least on Friday. I feel like, I right. feel like now now that the, 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 the plane is sort of rolling down the runway, I feel like that's the last point of departure is going to be um, Friday. But maybe maybe we'll see him. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we get a questionable designation um, on Tuesday, and then it's like a game-time decision anything. Um, I'm kind of hoping they'll wait, frankly, until right. we get at home on Friday night. As has been noted, that they, they're doing the, the, the Jaron – um, giveaway the um, the promotional item the block panther socks is going to be Friday. That seems like you know I, I don't think the Grizzlies basketball people are going to make their decision. No, they will that. not. They will not. <laughs> but it but but it's kind of, it sort of sets up pretty well. Um, so I wouldn't mind that we get it we get it at home. But I think we'll get it this week one way or the other. We'll get it this week, and I, that's what I'm trying to write today. My my early week Grizzlies column, the lead is going to be about sort of getting Jaron back and what that may or may not mean, which I'm only halfway through thinking about at this point. But that's what I'll get into. But, yeah, I think, it's, you know, it's going to happen this week. So the whole pre-Thanksgiving thing that, that Drew and I have been saying for a long time looks like it's going to be true. Do you want the Black Panther socks? I mean, I gotta see them. I maybe. I, I, how? What are the size? I mean, I, I got some I size thirteens over here, so so I need you know. Usually, the old socks are gonna do for me. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, it, it, and we'll talk more about Jaron after I see your piece tomorrow. We'll, we'll we'll whatever. But it was someone said to me we were talking about Jaron's return over the weekend, and, and that this person said, "Well, they'll probably struggle a little bit when he gets back." Is there usually? Do you think? Do you expect some? Not just from Jaron, but from the reestablishing the rotation, some hinkiness and the adjustment. I, period. I, I think I think less so than last time he came back. Last time he came back off the injury, a he'd been out a lot longer, and b it was late in the season where they had really found themselves and found their rhythm. They'd been playing without him for a long time, and. 
you know, they they brought him off the bench, and it it, it was a it was a it was an ill timed return. Um, this time, it's he's been gone not as long. It's earlier in the season. You know, it's not Cal Anderson he's displacing. It's Santi Aldama who's really just been keeping the seat warm. It's not like they they found right. a different style of play without him. It's really been you know a guy keeping the seat warm, playing a similar style. And so I I, I think it will be a much um, smoother, I'm guessing, transition. But you never know until you do it. Uh, okay. And then yesterday they play the Wizards. They lose to the Wizards. The Wizards hit 19 threes. The Grizzlies without Desmond Bain, without John Morant. Uh, Dylan Brooks was 7 of 22. We saw a lot of David Roddy, Jake LaRavia. We saw a little bit of Kennedy Chandler. I don't know how much you watched. Your thoughts on that? Obviously it was their fifth game in seven days, and they I, it felt like they just sort of said, let's – Let's let these guys heal. Yeah, no, I mean, to me, like, all signs pointed to, like, this is the game, and this is one of the games of the season we're going to care the least about. Not only them, maybe us, too. Like, you know, Sunday afternoon game, it's on the road against a non-glamour opponent. You get your three best players out of the game. Like, it would have been cool to pick up a win there, but I think it's like, you know, that's just that's the day on the schedule you get through and you move ahead with, really. It's interesting, watching the Wizards, they have so many picks that they've picked sort of late lottery teams kind of thing, right? It feels like. And they, right. don't, they don't really hit on any of them. Like, they're nope. some decent players, but it, like, they haven't, there's not, there's certainly not a Desmond Bain among them, you know, or they, I don't even know. They, se- they get a lot of seventh, eighth men picked yeah. in the middle of the first round. Yeah. yeah like, it's just, you would hope, and I, obviously you're not going to hit on all of them, but you would h- think you would hit on one. It would just be depressing to me. You just see them all uh, lined up there. Anyway, uh, last thing, uh, we had some monster games yesterday. Your, one of your favorites, Joel Embiid, 59, 11, 8, and 7. That was kind of impressive. And then Darius Garland goes for 51 in that Minnesota game. We talk about the Grizzlies as, quote-unquote, one of the best backcourts in the league, and they very clearly are. Is the Donovan Mitchell Darius Garland, which hasn't played together that much because Darius Garland's been hurt, but is that? I mean, that's that's certainly one of them, isn't it? Yeah, and then Mitchell was not in that game, so we right. haven't seen as many reps of them together. But I mean, the, I, I'm I'm pretty sure Mitchell has been on an All Star team. So these these are yes, both players has. who have made the All Star game because Garland did last season. So like they, they both made the All Star game, and frankly, so if Trey Young, Dejounte Murray, because Dejounte Murray, I believe, made the All Star game last year. Um. You know, I'm not super invested in, in, in declaring that the Grizzlies right. have the best backcourt. I mean, they clearly have one of the best backcourts, yeah. which to me is fine. Um, and so does Cleveland. The Cleveland and Memphis thing is interesting because they're, they're very similar teams to each other. And now that Jaron is coming back, right. it all, the comparison clicks into place. You have the, the high-scoring double backcourt. You have the, the big center, Jared Allen, for them, who, who, who rebounds and finishes stuff and doesn't need the ball a lot. And then you got the defense first power forward who can guard all over the floor, and it's they're, they're really similar similar structures of teams actually. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just three ninety nine. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at two fifty. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases, and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with sixty month special financing only at Ashley. Subject credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.